Well, a little piece of information that's included in our first reading from the book of Acts that's uh, that's there in the, re- in the passage itself, but it's not included in the lectionary, is the response of the people, the response that the people made to, to Peter's preaching on the day of Pentecost. And it was, it was uh, a positive response. They turned to the Lord, and I think it was 3,000, it might have been 5,000, who were baptized that day. It's an immense number of people. Uh, part of the charge, though, that part of the sermon that Peter is giving involves the fault of the people he's preaching to. That's a pretty interesting thing, right? So Jesus came in your midst, and uh, obviously it was largely your leadership that was at fault, but also you yourselves, you know, you didn't really receive him appropriately, and you rejected him, but God has vindicated him. And so you're at fault, and, and the people said, Oh, you're right. Sorry. Have mercy on me, O God. And they repented. So they changed. Now, in contrast to those folks... We've got the, the Pharisees and, and the Jerusalem leadership that were, or the, the Israelite leadership that we're reading about in our gospel passage. Um, very obviously, they were wrong in what they were doing, right? They've got this testimony from these pagan soldiers that come to them and say, this angel came down from heaven and rolled away the stone. The guy's body was gone. What the heck is going on? If you were the leadership at that time you should you probably would start to think to yourself you know maybe we made a mistake here maybe there was something maybe we were wrong in what we did i mentioned this in one of my homilies i think it was my good friday homily i'm listening to a book on uh, the cult leader jim jones and i'm like addicted to this book because it's really so good it's just absolutely fascinating from a if you're if you're wondering about leadership and the psychology of leaders and how to be, how not to be a good leader. This is, this is the way to go. And, uh, one of the really salient features of Jim Jones' leadership, right really from the beginning, and it was his, one of his fatal flaws, um, right from the beginning, was that he could never admit that he was wrong. He could have never, he could never admit that he was wrong. So whenever he made a mistake, somehow he would, he, he could rationalize how that was actually the right thing to do. And uh, Deacon Greg reminded me recently of a, a Happy Days episode where the Fonz is wrong and he can't come to say it. And he reminded me of that. I saw it when I was a little kid. I, it's really funny. In fact, I want this material that I'm giving with you right now, I'll probably do this in a Sunday material because it's so good. The Fonz is like, I was wrong. He can't say the word wrong. You know, he, he actually just cannot come to the point where he admits that he was wrong. Um, and one of the one of the things when you go to Jim Jones, that was a fatal flaw of his, is he couldn't admit that he was wrong. And then the other the other one was he had this idea, and it was at the time it was referred to as situational ethics. Uh, and so he, he really did believe that the ends justifies the means. So as long as the what you were shooting for was good, however you got there, if it was a little bit morally dubious, it was, it was okay because the ends were good. And so therefore, pretty much whatever you did to achieve those ends is then legitimized. Um, and uh, that is that principle of the ends justified in the means so fundamentally contrary to Catholic thought that I don't know, like if I were to give the, the top five 
um, ideas that are diametrically opposed to Catholic thinking, that would probably be that would that would make the list of the top five. Is that the ends justifies the means? Totally false. There are some things that are intrinsically wrong, and you just can't do them, even if you've got a good reason to do them. You just can't do them. And that's what we see the Pharisees falling into. They said to themselves, Caiaphas, not the Pharisee, he's a Sadducee, he's the chief priest. Caiaphas says, look, if we let this guy keep going and doing his thing, he is going to be such um, a social agitator that the Romans are going to come in and they're going to level us and we're, we're all going to be in trouble. Okay, So for the sake of peace and quiet and orderly rule, we've got to kill this guy. He knew that Jesus, he, he might have thought that he had some faults, but he knew in his conscience that this guy did not deserve the death penalty for crying out loud. Okay, That he was innocent enough at least not to deserve the death penalty. Caiaphas knew that. So he knew he was doing something wrong, but he said to himself, We're, I'm doing it for a good reason. And so he had that idea, same thing that Jim Jones has, you know, the ends justifies the means. So as long as I'm doing something good, however I get there, whatever I do to achieve that good, eh, that's okay. And so, I mean, you combine those two things, the inability to admit that you're wrong and the idea that the ends justifies the means, and you got the recipe for tyranny, you've got the recipe for the depth of evil that you can you can't even possibly imagine conceive of. So, you know, this is not to point finger at, at bad guys, the Pharisees and Jim Jones and whatnot, but it's it's an opportunity for us to reflect on ourselves. Do we ever try to get out of you know wiggle wiggle ourselves out of certain moral conundrums because we say, well, you know, it's a good thing, you know, that lie. I mean, I was just trying to not spare her feelings, but so I lied, you know. Right? Is the lie right or wrong? If it's wrong, then why'd you do it? Well, it was a good thing I was trying to... Okay, so at a smaller level, we can, you know, we can kind of do this thing where we're thinking the ends justifies the means. In our own lives, are we, are we able to admit that we're wrong? So important, you know. I come from, on my father's side, uh, the Italians, and uh, sometimes the Italians, you know, in their family quarrels, have a really hard time admitting that they were wrong. So many conflicts and squabbles could be solved if people were just able to admit that they were wrong and not do, I was like the Fonz, you know. So uh, let's pray for that, that kind of that humility and that integrity uh, so that we don't make those two mistakes.